Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hello! <laughs> Hello! I okay. feel like this is Delphire. <laughs> I'm like, you're so excited to talk to me. Well, yeah, I get it. I get it. Who else are we going to talk to? I'm excited too. <laughs> oh my gosh, at work today, like my boss had the day off and my colleague had the day off that I speak to like multiple times a day. So I don't even know if I've interacted with another human outside of my like house. It was weird. Was boring. Do, you know how, do you know how much I love that? Like, if any idea how good that is for me, I have to go in the office once a week, and that's like, whoa, that's too much socializing. <laughs> and there's only like, like, and I and I mean, there's just like maybe one other person on the floor, and I'm like, that's <laughs> that's enough for me, guys. <laughs> and that's a wrap on my work week. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we like go somewhere really awkward? Like, look. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my overall vibe. Like it's starting to hit me. Mm -hmm, Does it mm -hmm. feel like some things on the show lately just kind of seem like they just took a turn, like random, like storylines that we've been like watching for a very long time, just, just took like maybe a sudden turn, like just a little abrupt because like, and I'll go to the first awkward thing. So just like the kids storyline overall, we saw mm -hmm. how abrupt the whole Trina Cam thing ended. It's so abrupt that I haven't even registered that, that I'm like, that even, that can't be a thing. It's probably just an obstacle for Cam and Trina to get together. But right. then the way Dev is behaving, like how does he expect to stay in that friend group? Okay, so here's the thing. Every time something weird happens and these directions are changed, I'm like, drugs. Drugs are involved. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. In this specific situation with Dev, when Joss went out to see him, I did, I was like, are you on drugs? Like, is that why, <laughs> like, you have no concept of social interactions because of the drugs? But I mean, like, what is happening here? Like, he, she already, like, just because you, like, like scammed Cam with the journal, didn't mean that, okay, scam with journal, done. Now I can throw myself at her. Like, I think he probably could have used some additional steps but like giving her the gift and then trying to kiss her and then being all aggressive about it. And what, what like was insane to me was when he was like, were you lying back then? Are you lying now? And I'm like, okay, let's rewind and remember that she kind of, you know, showed her feelings to you, Dev. And yes. then you told her you weren't into her that way. And then a very long time happened since. <laughs> okay. And now you've decided you want to revisit that thing that happened and are completely baffled that she feels differently after you told her that you weren't into her, that she wasn't like pining. It really threw me off and I felt super awkward, but I was really happy with the way, you know, Trina defended Joss that they, you know, band together. I didn't think there would be any other way they would deal with it, but it was just nice to see them unified. And Deb, like, I just, I couldn't believe some of the things that were coming out of his mouth. Like we talked about Oscar he yes. brought uh, like I was, was that, just okay. like, how, mm. do you think what he said was true kind of <laughs> okay I'm sorry because half half okay like I was like oh he went there and I'm like okay I do think that no one she dates is ever gonna be good enough but I guess I'm not sure it's because of Oscar though but it's the saying it out loud. And the thing is, you were just so mean to her. Like, how do you expect to compare to a guy who was just so 
her equal and in love with her and kind and romantic and thoughtful. So you yelled at her, you got mad at her, and then you're like, well, well, nobody's going to compare to that guy. Well, well, you didn't even try. (laughs) No, but like, but again, you agree that no one will be good enough, right? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay, but again, I don't think it's about Oscar. Do you? No. Because, like, even her being interested in Cam, like, okay, this is how I would personally like it to see go down. Because the thing is, I, this is what I think. The way I'm feeling is because they presented it a certain way. Like, if I'm not mistaken, they have been presenting a story where, like, on screen, you have Trina and Cam, and they're like fire. There's so much chemistry. And mm-hmm. the way it was going, Trina was sort of becoming front and center. Like, she was kind of taking center stage there. Yes. And then and then out of nowhere, Joss realizes this and inserts herself into this whole thing. Oh, and yeah. So I would have appreciated a storyline that sort of continues to follow these themes where in the end, Joss is sidelined and might have to confront these uncomfortable feelings and uncom- and also address this idea of like, am I really a good friend? Because why did you go after Cam and why then? Like, why did you go after Cam the moment that that Trina told you that they kissed? Because I feel like this topic of Cam, like, I just feel like it, it was there before. But anyways, but I just think that that would have been interesting. But now I have no idea if this is a bump in the road or what is supposed to happen. Because right now the vibe is, okay, Trina and Cam are done. And Dev's gone cuckoo. Like, where is this going? <laughs> I really... I really don't want to see Cam and Joss together. Like, I want him to either be with Trina or just continue along focusing on his soccer career. I think that Trina will come back into play when he finds out about Franco. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Like, I like that's what I'm searching for. I'm searching for what I want to happen. And also, <laughs> I just didn't know how to take it when they made a point of saying that, oh, Cam, like, plays soccer a lot. Then, like, are you saying that he's not going to be on screen a lot? Like, what's going on right now? Like, I why was there a point for to, to like, why? Well, I think it's twofold. Yes, maybe he's not going to be on screen, but that he's refocusing his energy on what he does love and gives him joy and he doesn't have to make choices on it's soccer it's always been soccer for him but we also know like you said that joss is going to think about what kind of friend she is and anytime anything has happened to anybody else she does not know how to be there but trina does she seems very uncomfortable when it's not about her like even when trina's dad died she didn't know what to do because for so long it was about her and oscar so for me i just think those types of feelings and realizing, am I actually leaving space for other people in my life, or is it really all about me? You know what I mean? <laughs> because she is special in her family. She does live a different life than everybody else, and all those things have made her special. Yes. But again, what about the person you want to be? Like, I just think that that would be just an interesting thing, because they're young, and because they're growing, and kind of, like, self-reflecting, and thinking about the person I am. I think that, would, for me, that would be interesting. I agree. Okay, so did you also not think it was really messed up mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Joss and Dev see Julian walking into the house and they know something's up, but they're like, huh, whatever, he may die. And then they go off to Kelly's. So freaking strange, but it just goes to show. And, and I keep bringing up Trina, but Trina's like, that is her dad. She has seen such different things, grown up so differently 
that those things are normal to her. And when Trina was caught in that situation with her dad and gunfire and all that stuff, like it really freaked her out because that's how a normal person would react. But Joss didn't have that same like, are you okay? It was kind of like, this is life. (laughs) It's true. It's true. And it makes you kind of wonder if then what kind of person would fit in her life. But I, I just, again, I thought it was bizarre that Joss had no problem being like, Settle, Jason. Ooh, cash, Uncle Sonny. Awesome. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And I was like, this is really messed up. I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure those children are witnesses. <laughs> oh, wow. That was like, to me, that was a little dark. And, and so, okay. So what did you think about that whole confrontation finally? Um, I don't even know what Sonny knows. Like, I mean, he's, like, he's accusing him of, like, he's, like, oh, you, like, tried to kidnap him, and it's, like, that's it? That's all you think he's guilty of? Like, what about all this other bizarro, like, behavior, but whatever? What did you, what did you think of that? You know, like, Ava showing up, like, the whole bit. I like the way that Sunny was with Ava. He basically said, you know, like, it's her brother. She's going to be there. Like, Mm -hmm. I I was okay with the way he treated her. I was really worried that it was going to go right back to the way it used to be. But Julian, like, I couldn't handle him. Like, he's just, at some point, I couldn't tell if he was brave or stupid. I still don't know what he's going to do with the information he has. Because when Ava did walk away at the end, when they were in front of Kelly's, and I'm fast-forwarding a little bit, he had a look on his face like, yeah, he he straight up lied to Ava. I don't know what he'll do to save his butt, because we see that he's constantly, exactly, making ridiculous decisions. And I thought Sunny was really easy on him. I told you, the guy's not going to pull a trigger. And obviously, um, (laughs) the fact that they mentioned Taggart, uh, Ava and Julian in their conversation last week definitely showed an angle that they could play with Sonny, which he played. Um, He played it well, but then he took it a step too far with the whole Cyrus thing because it's almost like the fact that, like, Ava shivers at that man's name. It's like, (laughs) I feel like Julian's on another planet where it's like the whole town (laughs) mobsters police and mayors alike are trying to band together to get rid of cyrus and julian is like okay so like i'm gonna make a deal with him and i'm and i'm like i hate sunny remember that guy me and sunny hate each other so whatever sunny doesn't like i like and it's just like he's just missing it and i just like for me this is what i kind of wish happened because i could see ava freak out when Julian made that threat and I can feel yeah. she's thinking, Oh my gosh, you're making things worse for me. You're making things even more tense with Sunny. And I, I, the way she looked, it almost was like, I wish he just turned back and talked to Sunny and be, and was like, I'll handle him. Look, I know this is, I know this is insane. He's my brother. Thank you. I will handle him. Like pardon me because I feel like there's more understanding of this point mm-hmm. between Ava and Sunny than there is with Ava and her brother. And when I saw that scene, I saw the way he behaved, and I saw her conversation with him outside of Kelly's and her interaction with Trina and how protective she is over her. It's like Ava has changed, and she has, even though he's not dead yet, or mm-hmm. whatever is going to be his exit, I felt like she lost her brother in more ways than one. Oh, my God. It's so well said. That's exactly what I felt, because... He's constantly after saying, like, well, what are you going to do now? How are you going to protect me? Like, he has yeah. no, oh, it's, it's very infuriating for exactly those reasons. He has decided to go down a path, and he's just trying his best to drag her down 
with him. And like, if it really came down to it, like, I don't want this to happen, but like, I feel that if she was in a situation where Trina need to be protected, she would shoot Julian because she's like, you're an idiot. I love you, but you're an idiot. Yeah, I, I think that um, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that what Sonny said is coming true and was obviously a massive foreshadowing when he threatened Julian about his fate, that he's pushing things so far. And mm-hmm. and even Ava won't be there to help you. And then now Ava has sort of said that to him, like, what are you doing? Like, a lot of people are really confronting Julian with how far gone he is. And that's hard. That's, that's, a, that's a thing. Like, how much far gone can you be? Like, he already almost <laughs> slit Alexis's throat. And for everybody to be this baffled, because no one said that to him even after he <laughs> slid Alexis's throat. No one was like, you went too far. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're like, oh, no, just open funny. the town bar and we'll all come and hang out with you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to say, though, like, I absolutely loved Sunny and Jason. How, I mean, look, we've been a fan for so long. And so sometimes, like, I don't know, now when I'm watching, I feel like Steve Burton is is putting a little bit of him in it yeah like a little bit of him into into jason i just love like the fact that sunny and jason can laugh and joke particularly about the franco thing like it was such a casual and (laughs) funny conversation and i mean this is just how complex you and i are because we love franco and elizabeth as a couple we think that they're a great pairing and it's Mm -hmm. almost like leave them alone already but at the same time fully entertained by (laughs) sunny and jason's perspective of franco (laughs) <laughs> so true and like when Sonny made that joke make sure you get the cash up front about Franco <laughs> I, just kind of, I was like joking about the whole thing anyways I thought that was so hilarious that was funny not so much like Franco with the tumor that part's less hmm. funny yeah yeah like I mean what did Franco expect Scott to like how did he expect Scott to react <laughs> I know all of the, the, it's funny that I'm saying this now. Yep. (laughs) Given our conversation prior to this podcast. (laughs) Related to what Franco and Scott were talking about. (laughs) Okay. So you saw that whole convo. It was intense. It was insane. Yes. And then Scott leaves and then it turns out Elizabeth was in the kitchen the whole time. <laughs> but their walls are made of soundproof something. <laughs> but like, did you not, were you not confused when you saw that? Because we've seen inside the kitchen. Like we've seen in their kitchen. It's, it's like a little hole. It's like a little rectangle off the living room. And there's no secret anything. It's literally a fridge, a counter. Like that's it. It's like... So, and, and plus, even the angle she came out from, it means she was standing in front of the fridge the whole time. <laughs> okay, but we know that there's a, a dome that just, like, comes down from the sky because everybody's having conversations three feet away from the other person about their deepest, darkest secrets of murder, oh deception, um, and nobody ever knows what's going on. So I was actually completely okay with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't stop. I was laughing when that happened, and I was like, I'm like, I'm not crazy. And even when they were in there having that intense conversation, like Franco and Elizabeth, they were having their tea in the kitchen. I'm like, no, legit, there's no other door in this in this kitchen. Um, but yeah, that was a, that's tough. Like, it was a tough pill for Elizabeth to swallow. The tumor, the fact that Terry knew, um, her wanting a second opinion. It's just, 
human because, you know, she's having all these emotions which are driving her reaction. She loves yes. Franco. And, and again, this is where her humanness comes in because she is a nurse. And she, yes. she knows, you know what I mean? Like, she knows how this stuff works. She knows better in a way. But just, like, you know, the fact that she's a medical professional but also, like, a wife, to me, I just find that that makes the reaction all the more interesting. And it also shows you how deeply affected she is. Oh, absolutely. And and there were so many great lines that came out of that scene. Mm-hmm. One, one part that made me laugh through the sadness, though, was something like she said, you know, she loves him so much. Her love will heal him. He's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But what do we do next? <laughs> okay, yes. A hundred percent. When she st- and I and I get it. Your love is bigger than the tumor. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm like, you're a nurse. Like, you know, you need more. And so it, that was a little cringy for me because she kept saying our love, and I'm like, I just, I've never really ever said that, even to Johnny. Like our no. love. Like I never. Our love that. would pay the mortgage. No, it won't. Okay. So <laughs> what I. I did really love Franco saying, like, I don't even like when you leave the room. Like, that yeah, just that brought down. me right. Oh, oh, it was so painful because it just, it gave me, go- it's still giving me goosebumps, quite frankly. You can't see me, but, you know, take my word for it. Um, I believe because, you. You're a <laughs> because credible it source. Is, <laughs> yes, I feel like I am. And But just that brought me back to, like, exactly what you said. We love them together. We know that they have a strong bond. Yes, they went through that whole weird patch right before this but this will bring them even closer together and i'm really hoping there's some sort of magical specialist when they do go for that second opinion i'm just okay you know what I, I'm, I'm okay because i was really worried about like where is this <laughs> going you know what i mean is this removing franco from her life i do think it's a little intense at the amount of obstacles that they've had to face as a couple because i'm yes. perfectly content knowing that some couples are just fine like I I love the drama but it's always nice to know and for a long time Molly and TJ were that for me for a long time even amongst all the drama it was always nice for me to know in the back of my mind even though they weren't on screen (laughs) that Molly and TJ were stable because they wouldn't be on screen all year but then they would be throwing Thanksgiving together and that always made me feel good and I would just like to have that feeling with Franco and Elizabeth like just leave them alone like it's an intense amount of of things that they've had to do like why like I don't even think she's had like one year one complete year with Franco problem free like at all like literally they got married then the whole memory thing happened right so yeah it's just a lot so I'm kind of hoping that this is it for them for a while and they can just leave them like the hell alone and I'm okay with everything because I think Kevin's research will be the thing to save Franco agreed everything's gonna be okay yes yes it will do you know who's also okay Finn I was worried he was fine Me too. That was so dramatic, the preview. They really got to me, the music. It was the music that just, like, I was like, okay, he's doomed. It's done. It's very well, dramatic. Was, like, I was really, really scared. I'm like, oh, I like Finn. Take it out. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Maybe we should start there. What is happening? Okay, look. Oh, okay, yes. so now it's making me feel a little upset with Anna, okay? Because... Aside from your your bizarre focus, you know, when it comes to Peter, when it comes to getting Alex, 
you decided, Ooh, I'm so special. I'm going to leave and handle this on my own because I've never have been, but I will be today. And you never considered the fact that your goddaughter was on that boat and it might've been helpful to have had backup. Right. And, and so I'll, I'll say some other stuff before I say the next <laughs> thing that gets me upset and angry. And then I like that when Anna got there, first of all, I love Maxie because she's oh. kind of like, this sucks, but I know I'm going to get out of it. This is really annoying. I hate spending my time this way. And when, when Anna gets there, I think she said something like, can you shoot this bitch? Is that what she yes! said? Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's a reasonable request to Anna. Like, I think that's a very reasonable request. Right? Like, I, I, oh my God, Maxie's lines, this whole entire thing, because she was just so chill and she's like, I'm uncomfortable and I have a big baby in my belly and I don't have time for this crap. Exactly. And so, like, the whole banter with her and Alex, I even love the moment where, where, like, she tries to roll away. <laughs> but then I got really confused because she tries to roll away. <laughs> and then they lose Alex. And all she did was come out of the other end of the bar. And at, and at this point, Maxie's like, Anna, is this true? Is there backup? No. Like, I'm pretty confident you're not going to die um, in this whole thing. Just have a seat. Just, just chill out. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, Maxie was pretty much the best WSB agent on that boat. Because yes. she's she had a plan. Like, Anna came in there with no plan. Like, if Maxie didn't think ahead, I feel like they would have been on that boat forever. Well, exactly that. Like, it was it was actually quite infuriating. It just shows how far gone Anna is with this whole Alexis thing. Like, Maxie escaped. Alex. She told her... Sorry, Alex. <laughs> well, Alexis is far gone, too. So, that's a whole so true. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the fact that Alex can still play her so much, even to the very last moment. Like, when, when Anna was out on the deck, and she was, like, back to him, like, are you serious? Are you freaking serious thank god for maxi said something but she gave her like that one last line that one last piece of torture that one last thing yeah. to haunt her like i wanted you to get to save it but like you only implanted the memory from what i understand and correct me because i'm probably wrong she implanted the memory like not that long ago it's not like she knew um, all this time or did she i i think that's the idea like we don't know when it happened like she's had the memory like so the, it, it had to have been long ago because who freaking knows how these memory <laughs> transfers work? I think the whole thing with the memory transfer is that Anna lived her whole life with the memory is what I'm understanding of it. Like she remembers giving him up and she also remembers pushing it away <laughs> and not telling anyone is how I'm understanding it. But like she said that and that was awful. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like why? Like, it, like to me, I was like, okay, that makes sense that you weren't just evil and torturing her, that there was something a little bit deeper to that. Yes. But about that whole like on the boat thing, like, I just don't understand. Like, the boat rocked, Alex tumbles, <laughs> paws, Maxie screams, and then, you know, Anna turns around. But it's like, you're a spy. Aren't you supposed to rely on more than one sense at a time? Like, she's just staring at a wall in front of her. And I'm like, so the concept of, like, motion, sound, like, <laughs> like you just refuse to turn around. Like, you refuse to scan your environment. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and the Anna, like, believes she's dead. I know, I know, I can't, I can't even. Given how many people in her personal life have returned <laughs> from the dead, 
Her boyfriend came back from the dead. Her daughter came back from the dead. Not to mention in the town itself. <laughs> but apparently it's beyond comprehension that Alex is not dead. Oh, Anna, Anna, Anna. And now she has a little secret with her little BFF. Yeah, her lover to be. It was funny when she like told, told Peter, <laughs> like basically like confirming that she's her mother to him. I was like, I guess she's keeping it. <laughs> like, <laughs> now we know. We'll it's see a boy. Exactly. It's a man. That's what I. Uh, <laughs> and I was laughing. So like she's, you know, I'm I'm gonna like tell him, and then he's all like, I almost turned to the dark side. I was staring at the TV, and I'm like. Anna, as you were, go on. What were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> Push him over the edge a little bit. Oh my god, I thought that was amazing. But yeah, it made sense to me. Like the moment she kept that secret and decided to lie to Finn, I was like, this makes sense. Because when she saw Finn for the first time when he was awake, mm-hmm. she was all like fumbling, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, Alex, like, I killed her. It's fine. I love you. Let's get married right now. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, huh. So. Okay, like, so they're, I'm like, so is this like their happily ever after? Like, I was confused by this because I didn't see it leading to now let's move on with our lives. Now we're together. So when she has, now that she has that lie, like, it makes sense. Like, all is right with the world because we know that they're not, they're not going to end up together. They're definitely not going to get married. No. I like that. I love the confidence in which you said that. But I just feel like there's a lot there. Okay, so. When Anna comes back and, you know, finds out that Finn's getting surgery and that they didn't wait for her, uh, that that life went on, (laughs) Um, and she went to see Chase, I just felt, first of all, like, I can't wait to even get into Chase. Oh, gosh. Um, So I just found, like, he showed so much range, and this scene that he shared with Anna was intense. And I did sort of post about that, that I felt that there were a lot of emotion, uh, like a lot of emotions there, because I felt mm-hmm. like when Anna came, she's like, you know, we're coming together for Finn, but she also looked uncomfortable. Like, yes. that's my sister, oopsie poopsie, kind of my fault. And while Chase opted to accept and comfort each other and grabbed her hand, she said something about Alex, and he's like, can't say the same about my brother. She said something. Mm-hmm. And he did have a little bit of like toed. So I think that Chase controlled whatever he was feeling, but I do think that there was some blame toward Anna there. Well, yeah, because didn't Robert say to them when Peter and uh, Chase and Robert were together, didn't he like divulge to them that uh, like Anna went by herself? I think so. And that she's taking care of it. So, I mean, Chase is a cop. Like, he knows best that you need backup. So I think mm-hmm. like he really played that scene very well because there was exactly like I said, there's very little said, but it was all in his face. It was all in the way he was reacting. Yes, he did because he did give her his hand because that's Chase and he's very uh, chivalrous. Is that the right word? Like he'll do the right thing. But yes, I do believe there's some serious underlying stuff that's going to come up. I'm excited about that. Yes, because he is showing some very different colors that I very much like. Exactly. <laughs> like, I just felt that while, because, like, look, the whole Wiley thing, finding out her baby was dead, that was, you know, Willow played center stage, and that was a very emotional time when she found out her baby died. 
but I feel like this is Chase's moment. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're seeing so much range and he's shining so much more because you would assume to have seen this in that Willow storyline and even during the breakup, but we didn't. But Chase reacting so strongly over Finn and just mm-hmm. being so vulnerable and also exploring his dark side a little bit, um, mm-hmm. his openness toward Brooklyn, like the whole thing was just very... Very interesting to see. I love how Chase and Peter had a moment together. Like, I'm not sure yes! I've ever okay. seen them mm-hmm. interact. Well, especially, it made me think of you because, you know, we say that Chase wants to dabble on, in the dark side. Like, he was willing to go there with Peter and just, like, yeah. do what is necessary. Yeah, that was really interesting. And then then Robert showed up and was <laughs> like, no, 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 you too. Uh, but I thought that was so funny. It's like your, your step-nephew is stressed about Maxie. Like, it's just such a funny, it's just such a funny connection that they share. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have to say this. I was, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna start with this because I thought of you this week. What do you make of uh, Willow's wardrobe when she came to see Chase? I thought it was interesting with the leather jacket. The leather jacket really threw me off because it's, it's a, it's a Jason thing. It's a Sam thing. It's, it was very different. She was calm and composed. Usually she wears like brighter colors, florals, that kind of stuff. Well, that was Willow. But then she dresses a certain way as Michael's wife. Yes. So I so, feel like she broke from Michael's wife for a sec. Yes, exactly that. And just going back to this, like the neutral tones, like she's in a neutral place. Like I did feel in that moment that she was willing to give him like that whole big conversation about second chances in that scene, I could see them together. I could see her giving him a second chance. Yeah. Like, did you see how she touched his arm? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get it together, woman. That's embarrassing. I mean, I would do the same, but still. But, like, that whole thing was intense for me because for the longest time, again, like, my, like I'm reacting to what I'm seeing. And on screen, there was a lot of Willow Michael, and there was a lot of attention being shown to their journey. Um, so for me, seeing her with Chase for the first time, I guess I kind of felt like Willow. I felt torn. You know, you're on that Michael, Michael, Michael thing. Um, and then she's there with Chase, not just Chase, but back into her old life. You know, she saw Anna. Anna reached out to her when she was hugging, um, when she was hugging Chase. Like, just seeing, basically, Willow in her old stomping grounds with the regular people, I... Like, I really missed it, and it fit really nicely. And it made me, like, it, it, in contrast to all the freaking hesitation that exists between her and Michael, like, oh, I can't say how I feel. Like, we're married, but I can't say I like you. Like, it drives <laughs> me insane. Like, you guys already kissed. And, like, the fact that Michael can never pick up a freaking hint. Like, every time she's so reluctant about the annulment, he's all, or, or, or even talking about their relationship. He jumped to conclusions. Do you want a divorce? Like, oh, she, what does it matter with you? Like, he just sucks. And so when I saw them together, I really, really was feeling, oh, man, her and Chase but then it's like I like you know I think Willow for a long time I felt like Willow was happy with the whole family situation with Michael so yeah her having those scenes with Chase really confused me it was a lot to take and even though like I'm saying everything I'm saying about Anna she did give her really good advice she said something like life takes people away but we don't have to let them go and I really felt like Willow like was buying that I know, and that's what was so confusing with 
We will get to that scene where you're ready yes. to get to that scene. Um... We, we will. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like we see her talk to Chase. We see her finally saying of the annulment, which kind of shocked me that she yes. even got the sentence out of her mouth. So not only does she go and connect with Chase, she then is talking to Epiphany <laughs> about a completely different direction. And I love how she emphasized no shortcuts, though. Like, I'm I not was gonna... <laughs> dying of laughter because I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a fast track program. So you're good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this week was super confusing on the whole Willow, um, Michael, and then Brooklyn because I felt a certain way about Chase and Willow. But then when I saw Chase with Brooklyn, I was like, <gasps> whoa, yes. that's electric. You're going to have sex. And then when she was all encouraging him to go talk to Willow, then I was like, okay, one option is that he might get or bad news or see something he shouldn't and that'll lead to drinks and sleeping with Brooklyn like all roads lead to Brooklyn but now I'm really scared because like is Brooklyn leaving or not I don't know because her scenes with Ned they both got super emotional like you're not actually saying goodbye to each other are you well I'm wondering because she wasn't supposed to be on long term she was covering a mat leave like that specific actress so I'm wondering if it's like just a transition out to the other original Brooklyn. Oh my gosh, why? I am all for the, the role of Brooklyn is now being reprised <laughs> by blah, blah, blah. Like Amanda Sutton, like I'm fine with that. Like I like that, because I, I thought about that too. Are they taking her away, taking her away and then relaunching a Brooklyn storyline with the original, well, the previous um, actress. I did think about that too, but I'm hoping this is like, maybe they're, maybe they're taking advantage of our vulnerability with the whole mm-hmm. Emmy and Julian thing and like scaring us. Oh, it's been going to die. No. Is Brooklyn also going to leave and just kind of keeping us on our toes? But it's, so not? St- oh, it's so stressful though, because I love, love, love their chemistry together. Love their conversation. He actually figured out how to flirt with her quite a bit. Yes! <laughs> I was so impressed. I was so impressed. He said, I'd like you in my orbit. He said that he would miss her. He said that, what did he say? He liked, oh yeah, he liked arresting her because she was in his orbit. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. It was really hot. And also just the fact that he said like, he liked that she was adventurous or something like that, that like anything yes, could happen. Outgoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he was saying those things, that made me think that maybe she is, maybe she can give him something fun and, and, and different and maybe something that he needs and maybe he could be happy in a like pairing with Brooklyn and just simply letting um, Willow go. But honestly, the moment they showed Willow, I mean, I paint in my bra all the time. Like I painted a few <laughs> Like, a lot of walls in my house. But I was like, what is happening? The moment I saw her in her bra, and I'm like, okay, they're setting out the scene for sex. <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, setting the stage. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. Because I was, like, eye-rolling from the start. I, I'm there for it, though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm there for it. But, like, as of the first scene, I'm like, all this elaborate stuff about Wiley just to do it. I, it was, okay. So, first of all, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> so I'm watching it in teeny tiny. So I had to pause because I'm like, is she, is she wearing? Because it's like pink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening right here? <laughs> um. So that really, really threw me off because we never see her even with like a button loose. Like we just no. see her buttoned up all the time, no matter what the scene may be. 
Um, so it really, oh! really caught me off guard. Do you think that they're trying to paint the picture? Because, you know, like, if you're going to fight over a girl, like, trying to turn her into, like, sort of a vixen, like, oh, here's a leather jacket. Ooh, she she shows her bra while painting. Oh, so desirable. Let's fight over her. Like, is that it? I really freaking hope not. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that to me is like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. But I'm like, you can fight over her regardless. The thing is, like, with that whole situation, just to backtrack a tiny bit to Chase, is that how he described, like, how we see him with Willow is exactly that. It's falling back into your place, and their relationship is based on history. Oh, you're a lot of a lot of static. Pause. Oh, I don't hear anything. Okay. What's happening? Okay, you're you're okay now. It was just when I was talking. It was, okay. Uh, okay. So, um. Yes, I just want to backtrack to Chase just for a quick second because what you said and what you're saying now made a lot of sense and put some stuff together in my brain and I'll share it with you. So, (laughs) uh, when you said that... um... Sorry, my phone fell. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that? I did. Okay. (laughs) So, when you said that Willow was in her place, that's exactly it, though. Chase is clinging Hmm. to this past because remember he did say that he wasn't ready he loved Wiley but he wasn't ready just like Sasha wasn't ready for that insta family for being you know somewhat of a stepdad he loved her and he he saw a future with her but it just wasn't right there was always something that was a little bit off and I just felt like a little bit vanilla right and and then you have Brooklyn and all of the way he complimented her and the way he was looking at her and how they really do work well together and and his protectiveness when it came to Valentine and her finding her way. Like, I just think Brooklyn is his future. And then him walking in on that whole situation is just going to hopefully push that forward. I think so, too. Like, I think that's going to be the beginning for him in Brooklyn, which makes me want her to stay. But the thing is, if we're calling Chase and Willow Vanilla, what does that make her and Michael? Well, that's what's hilarious. No, but that is the funny thing. That is what makes it so funny because they are perfect for each other for all the reasons that they said. I'm surprised mm-hmm. about all the things they talked about. I can I was laughing my butt off when they were talking about the gym. Yeah, I- it was funny. It was awkward. I'm like, you guys are so lame. Like, just be but together. They're perfect. Like, yeah. No, I agree. It's just, it's, you know what? It was hard for me. Like, I literally feel like they're giving me Willow's feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, for a long time, it's like, like I said earlier, Michael, Michael, Michael. And then I got confused myself of what I wanted to say Willow taste. <laughs> and now everything you're saying makes sense. It is totally the experience of you know, the battle between forging ahead in your life and on a different journey and then looking back because seeing an ex or being in a situation like that is 100% a time warp. Oh my gosh, right? And I just thought like, Willow's explanation really cleared things up for me. I was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. In the sense that she's like, I was, she had a mission. She had specific tasks that she needed to do that she was channeling Michael and she was compartmentalizing. But when it comes down to it, when all those things disappear, when she looks at him for him, they're perfect for each other. He's the father of, you know, their child together. They have fun together. They care for each other. They were friends before this. But like she said, it's like, I'm seeing you for the first time. And he said it to her too, after all the fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm super glad that they got it out. Like, I'm so irritated. Like all that hesitancy (laughs) was what was making me go, 
was, I'm really scared that I said something that could have sounded dirty. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> the way that you're laughing, I'm like, that's her no. laugh. What did I say? Um, <laughs> so like, um, I, just, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> they were doing the fun stuff. We were going to, you were going to say okay. something. They did it. They did it. They did it. They were covered in sheets, but they managed to do it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, wait. They did say. What did she say? And I was like, I cannot believe one. I can't believe how the scene went down. To be honest, I found it very unjeech like. So it was very interesting. And then she said to what him. Part? Just like the dancing, the closeness, what they said, like it just felt really different. And the fact that she said to him, You have moves. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Are you giving him a report card, Miss, Miss Tate? <laughs> like the whole thing had to be happy but awkward at the same time. It, it was like I'm just happy you guys got it together because I couldn't take one more day of like I don't know like what do you want to do with the papers get you a pen because I don't know how to share my actual feelings I just picture like a scene where like we're on the outskirts and we just one of us just whip a pen at them just sign it you guys can't get it together and say out loud that you don't want, like not even I like you I, I'm attracted but like I don't really want to sign these, then, like, I just can't anymore. So the fact that they did it, it's like, I feel like I have to accept what's to come. But, like, poor Tate. It's like, Willow's oh. like, oh, no, this is awkward. Like, and then, what's his name? Michael is like, how? Like, how? Like, how did you, like, how did you get into my house and then go up all those stairs and then find this particular room at this particular time? And even better, when, my, when uh, Chase is like, What's a few minutes? What's that going to change? I'm like, oh, that's what she said. (laughs) A few minutes. That's actually kind of funny, though. I know. I I guess we know how long that went on for. (laughs) Wow, you got moved. (laughs) Those first 10 seconds were outstanding. (laughs) So this is random, but I want to go back to Robert for a sec, okay? Okay. So, so when he goes to talk to Anna mm-hmm. and he's all like, so speed of your son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I didn't mind that question. And Anna just went off on him. Yeah. She like went off with so many excuses. I'm like, cut the dramatics. It's a really easy answer. <laughs> I was like, it was so insane how she was trying to make it seem like Robert was being so inappropriate. But we all know it's because she just didn't know what she was willing um, to disclose and what her choice was yet about being and staying Peter's mother or not. Exactly, but what I loved even more than that, I'm not going to lie, was when Robert is trying to explain this to Olivia. <laughs> They're amazing together. And it's like, the like. did you realize that moment they called each other friends? They didn't have friend eyes. <laughs> I find like they never have friend eyes. They just have like no. really amazing chemistry. Like it's ridiculous. No, he looks at her like, oh, you're that rich guy's hot wife. And she's like, <laughs> you're a hot spy. And that's how they, that's how they look at each other. Um, I, I, okay, so we were talking earlier about Maxie having amazing lines with 
Alex, but she also had some amazing lines with Lulu. So, okay, let's, I guess we'll backtrack for a sec. So Lulu gets confronted by Cyrus. So it turns out, yes. because remember when you're like, that's a short article, like when she posted it last week? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's probably like an anonymous comment to get things spurred on. But she legit posted what was supposed to be an article but it's like being confronted by cyrus is super scary so in an interaction with cyrus and dante it made like it made so much sense to me that in lulu land she's like dante dare you (laughs) just lurking around every corner trying to save me and i'm just dying because it's like no offense like i don't doubt that the guy still has love for her but he also said to her like i'm not gonna pursue you and to my understanding like he hasn't even seen rocco yet so I think you're being a little dramatic. Like you've literally bumped into him like three times and it's, you know, at a bar, at the hospital. And like Dante would have stepped in because he knows who Cyrus is. If he was talking to like Maxi or just like anybody he cared about, like anyone. That's true. That's true. But Cyrus is just so creepy that I yeah. the look he gave Dante, it made me really nervous. It, of course it did because it's like ding 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 target you know what I mean yes. like Laura Lulu Sunny Connection mm. and I was like as much as he creeped me out in that moment I was like ooh clever when he was like <laughs> Sunny and Laura share grandchildren maybe I can ouster as mayor um so I thought that was interesting like in another election but yeah uh that whole thing was really really scary and it kind of looks to me okay so Johnny said this <laughs> And I was like, oh, Johnny. And then I started typing. He was like, you better give me credit. He's like, what if? Because we don't know how Emmy is going to exit. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to even, for my own delusional sake, if she exits. <laughs> but what if she gets killed by accident when Dante tries to kill, like, Peter? <clears throat> no. Right? How tragic would that be? Or Cyrus. Too tragic. Too sad. Oh, my God. Dante would just lose his mind. Yeah, we don't want him to lose his mind again. For dramatic, like, purposes for a soap opera, it's friggin' genius. But for the fact that I want Dante to stay and, you know, if he has to be the sole person to take care of his children, I want him to be fully there. Yeah, maybe if she dies, he'll, like, see Rocco. (laughs) (laughs) Stay high. Um, But... Yeah, so I mean, look, the way the way it's um, looking now, this is exactly what I mean, though, about like, like abrupt things. Like, you know, you know what I was saying earlier, like we're watching GH and it's like, did you guys just like switch gears? Because now I just feel like, okay, we're making it a little bit obvious that Lulu might die as a result yeah. of Cyrus. I can't believe it, though. I really like, okay, it's one thing to say, okay, we're not going to have this character on for a while. There's an opening for her to come back. She's a Spencer. Like, I, I'm just, like, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, like, I don't really know how this is gonna, like, how this is gonna go down. Like, I really don't. Like, it's it's very different with um, the character of Lulu. Maybe she'll just be, like, in a coma for a while. Forever. Okay, that's, that's hopeful. Like, that, <laughs> that's something. That, that's using the noggin. <laughs> well, you know, like what Phyllis said to Nina, you know, we didn't think you'd come out of the coma, but look at you now. I feel like that was a clue. <laughs> you know what's sad? That is such a deeply, you know, meaningful story that was started many, many moons ago. 
And at one point, we come back from commercial and go back to Nina's storyline. I was like, oh, right. I totally forgot about it. (laughs) I was like, that's not the effect you want in Nina's story. But that's sort of what happened, I think, anyways. Before we get to that, I just have to say, like, again, you always give out random stars at the end of every week. And I never really think too much about it. <laughs> but this week, I was Thanks. like, you know. <laughs> no. I'll just say stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, like, I don't think of a person until you bring it up at the end of okay. our podcast. But this is the first time that watching it, I was like, huh. I think I'd give her a gold thumb or whatever Mel gives <laughs> these people. Because she really stood out. She was super funny this week. The way she kind of like has become this like wise BFF to Lulu calling her on her crap. And it makes you realize, you know, like Dante and Lulu are both Maxie's best friends. And it's like, yes, she loves Dustin, but you know, I felt like she was being true to Dante and true to Lulu in that conversation. I agree. And just even her silences and her looks Mm -hmm. and the fact that Dante just came in to peek in at the door and, you know, they gave each other like a knowing glance and everything was fine, you know, loved it super meaningful and it's like the guy just literally smiled outside the door he didn't even look like he was coming in and peter shoves him outside it's like hey she's uh gonna nap soon so thanks so why so don't much. you go and break into our office that you work at <laughs> that was even funnier that see because it's like Dante comes up with like a story on the fly but then I'm like there's like a giant usb sticking out of this flat screen <laughs> that was funny but he caught it just in time sort of i was wondering if it was like his evil journal like what are we looking for on this computer like (laughs) (laughs) every every entry starts with exactly i know i love it that's so funny Okay. So, (laughs) what else? (laughs) Phyllis has finally surfaced. Yeah, super casually, too. I know. I've been meaning to find out if you're alive. I did have your, I do know where your daughter is. (laughs) So strange. (laughs) But I loved it, though. Phyllis is really cool. I really like her. Um, But again, I'm more impatient. Like, if I wanted to know if my, if I had a child, if the the child died, like, I would be pushing for, like, where's my kid? Like, I'd be a lot (laughs) less patient than what Nina was. But I felt terrible for her because that conversation ended with so much dead end. Like, so much. And I think it was great that Phyllis was like, I'm going to give your child a piece of you. What? Like, how was that supposed to help anything? Like, her parents could tell her <laughs> anything they wanted. They could have decided to not tell that child that she was adopted. There's no engravement on that necklace. That girl was supposed to be like, let me track down the jeweler. Isn't that find the out obvious thing? The, find out who split the necklace. <laughs> then find out if she happened to be my mother's nurse while she was in a coma for 20 years. The whole thing. Was, I, I just, I was having a hard time. Okay, so Phyllis, she did have a really good energy. I liked her, and I hope maybe she gets hired on at what is it mercy west yes 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 because i did really like her Mm -hmm. and i like that nina recognized her voice and that she found some sort of comfort in her i like that because she doesn't have like a mother figure and she didn't have somebody so like the way she greeted her was just yeah (laughs) (laughs) so 
I just like the way that she greeted her. And yeah, it was just so disappointing. Like I felt so bad for her. Like she's hanging on to every single word Phyllis is saying, but like she had nothing. <laughs> but then. Okay. okay, but then. We'll get to the but then. However, I was sad that there was only one baby. <laughs> right. So there's not twins, but now I'm like, you can't be that sadistic that you would make her daughter Nell and Nell is dead. But for apparently at least that... the first day, like at, for at least a couple of years, she'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> to my understanding of how soap operas work. Okay, but here's the thing. There was a lot of buildup with like Valentine, like if you if you set out on this journey, you better be sure there's a daughter waiting for her. And the Jax is like, she's a grown up. If her daughter isn't around or if whatever happens, we'll handle it. So that to me was an opening of like, we don't know what direction they're gonna take this. True, true. And also, okay, and that's the thing, like, they could be trying to throw us off with this whole, oh, we met with the family um, in in Florida, because obviously we know, like, Carly's, you know, grew up in Florida, that's mm-hmm. where Nell was from. Yes. But she also said town car, and I'm like, who would be? I know, right? Who rich enough to have a town right? car? Right? Because, like, we know, we know Willow's parents. Like, I don't know what her dad did. <gasps> huh. Um... Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. He was like some kind of a, wait, she, she mentioned it. I totally can't remember right now, <laughs> but she did say, I, anyways, but like there's her dad and then there was Harmony. Um, so, right. Yeah. That would so have like, been gonna. Yeah. So now, now I really don't know where they're going with that. They're throwing Florida <gasps> in there and then they mentioned a town car and I'm like, I don't, to my understanding, like none of these people were rich. Was Willow oh. rich? Like, I don't know because her mother didn't leave. Like obviously, financial gain wasn't Harmony's shtick. She was just looking for like some sort of inner peace. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really. But good you point. can only look for inner peace when you already have money. I think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like spending your life looking for retreats and cults. That's true. It's expensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's the thing. He requires donations. So that's what made me wonder: is it a possibility? Because Ooh. you know what I mean? Like Shiloh likes it when people give him large donations. That's true. Okay, now I'm totally thrown off because you're I don't right. Know. When when they gave all the pieces, the town car stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I wanna believe that this is the direction they're going, but in a sense I don't want her to have a daughter that's dead. Like I would love for her to be able to find that person. She is she has this great energy, she wants to be a mother, she'd be a great mother to even a grown-up. <laughs> it's evil. It's evil. It is. You know I agree. I, mean? I totally agree. But also agree. really interesting if it was now. Like, it sucks that she died or is tech. Whatever. Te- yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, that's the thing. So, could you imagine it, it is now Nell's dead and then her fake daughter could be dead? Oh, crap. Yep. Like, do, you, do you think Carly, because, look, at this point, I, I truly didn't think that the that the lie Sasha and Chase told would come out. Like, I really didn't. You know what I mean? Like, damage is done. They've already moved on in life. Um, but then I was like, oh, okay. So, like, the fact that Brooklyn knows what the lie is and Chase mm-hmm. seemed like he was going to tell her. But now, Carly, like, if she... That's the thing. Like, who wants to be responsible? And I can see why Carly feels responsible for Sasha. Um, yes. She did call Michael. I mean, I love what she, she said. She said, I know you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I guess logically she probably wouldn't tell Michael right away, but probably would let him know that Sasha's in a bad way. Yes. Okay, so that m- might happen. Okay, so now Carly is dealing with um, Avery. 
and sees the necklace. Frankly, I didn't know where this was going to go or what. Like, so we see the memory that Carly is conjuring because she's like, there's something, there's something there. I don't know if there's more to the story because it's like when Nell fell, it's like, I feel like there's something I'm supposed to remember. It could very much be this, like, that's it, that's all. Or Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's something she knows about the origins. I'm hoping, Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. no, that's that's about it. No, I do hope that that's the the direction they're going to take it because I think it's like with with all of this buildup and what we're waiting for, I think it would be far too easy to take this route. I want her to be able to dig a little bit deeper and for us to learn something else. And and exactly that. Maybe it's not now. Maybe she knows that Frank steals things or he was involved in Brooklyn an adoption or something like this, you know? And that was the pay that he got, or he took it away from the baby before he transported the baby. That's an option. Nell could have gotten the necklace and still not been in his daughter. And right now, at this point, because of all of these little shifts Mm -hmm. in story that are kind of not going how I thought they would, I really don't know what the final decision is going to be about who's in his daughter. But part of me is like, oh, man, is Nina going to hate this? Because there we have Carly inserted in the most significant moment in her life you know what I mean like as Nina but also like just story-wise it's like Carly's always (laughs) pissing her off in that way and popping up in places that Nina doesn't enjoy and this it's like it's like this has been a big part of the character Nina's story and now like Carly's just swooping in there stealing the thunder a little bit I agree. I'm still okay. You still have Harmony. You know, we don't talk about Harmony like ever. But <laughs> when you said her name, it made me think of, remember they had this like super weird conversation yeah. when they were at Kelly's and she, she was so weird about like talking about Willow being her daughter. Yeah, like, there was so a that... very much like a disconnect. And that's kind of when we started thinking, okay, uh, maybe there's another option here. Well, I did start to think that maybe um, Harmony bought Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. That's where I want to, like, stay a little bit. Okay, so back to Sasha for a minute. Um, <sighs> so, like, I don't know what's happening there, but I thought it was interesting that her and Brando finally connected. I liked them together. If she was sticking around longer, like, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm just, like, assuming. Um, I like the energy with Sasha and Brando. I like that they were together in a scene. I like that he was protective. Mm-hmm. He was looking out for her. Um, and he stayed by the door. Like, I just... Yeah, I really love that because I thought he was supposed to leave. Um, (laughs) uh, I think the funniest part of that whole thing is when you hear Cyrus screaming, not here. (laughs) I know, I wrote that down. (laughs) That was the best. And I was so excited because before I watched the episode, there's a clip on social media of Mm -hmm. Steve Burton and Bradford interviewing him. And it looks so good because he's talking about how much fun he's having like yes. playing this role and I'm like oh so cool um so I'm definitely gonna check that out oh I listened whole- to it I you listened did? To it. it's oh my god it was amazing because oh exactly that we're stuck in the Cyrus headspace of like this guy is so freaking scary but just listening to his past and his journey and what it's been like for him because he's always been like tv or film this is like such a different ball game for him but he is just loving it hard oh my gosh okay I cannot wait to listen so Again, the whole thing was really interesting to me. I, I don't, because like, fine, whatever. You want to be friends with Sasha. You want to keep giving her coke. She's all like, <laughs> you're my best friend. Um, and then she's like, you know what? I'm high enough. I think I should reciprocate. And I believe you reciprocate sexually. He's all like, no, I want to take a deep dive into your psyche. And then she's like, I don't want your cocoa bank. <laughs> and it and, was 
was good on many levels. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like I like if he's if he wants like a focus group on the drugs, I don't think the drugs are good. Like oh, right? Yeah, because oh. she had two tastes or the taste of this one. She's like, it's different. I don't even know if it's about taste or high. I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> but she said it was different. Um, yeah, so her little heart is maybe going to stop. Like, we don't know. It was just when that happened. And honestly, like, I was just so caught in the moment of them being in the scene together and me being grossed out and her offering things and him whatever. So I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, like, I think that this could maybe be, like, look, if she's staying, and I hope that she, I don't like anybody leaving. Um, no. But it could be something hurt for her and Brando, I don't know. Like, it's just bizarre, because we theorized about a Sasha Cyrus connection years ago, but now that it's happening and they're being thrown into scenes together, I'm like, what's yeah. happening? Oh. Like, I'm so scared about it. I'm like, where is this going to go? What's going to happen to Sasha? Like, how can we give her friends because even nina called her out like you're so lonely and alone and (laughs) well i was really shocked that she wasn't at the hospital with chase he got a visit from willow he got a visit from you know his past woman the woman that's living with him what about the one he made out with temporarily for a short time yeah like like i mean I feel like hasn't Chase made his case whenever it's come to, <laughs> to supporting Sasha, he's picked Brooklyn. And and it also could just be like a reference to Sasha just being really far disconnected. gone. Yeah, yeah, disconnected, pulling away and being really lost. And I mean, having Nina and, and, and Jax and even Curtis and, and Carly worried about you, like that's that's something, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so, so sad for her. But it was interesting because it's like, she talked a little bit about to Brando about how like, you can't really shake those feelings of mother-daughter. Like I saw Nina as really my mother and she really yeah. sees me as her daughter, but then it's still being a brat to her two seconds later. Like, I'm gonna go dine with Cyrus. And earlier, she even kind of, like, tantrums at Nina. But then mm-hmm. the moment Carly raised her voice at her, she, like, scurried away. <laughs> so they're definitely showing that mother-daughter dynamic with them. You know what I mean? Like, she feels like she can talk back to Nina and that sort of a thing. Stuff she wouldn't do with Carly. That's so true. And their approaches are so different. So then you have Carly with... Jason and Sonny kind of saying like we have to do something let's kidnap her I thought that was funny that that was like the first go-to <laughs> well yeah she's like lucky did for Christina that whole thing and that, that shook out real well but like <laughs> did you see that coming that conversation Sonny had with Jason like I was like oh my gosh they're going deep in history and honestly I'm at the fringe of that history because it's familiar to me and I feel like you would know it better like Karen was she like a stripper or that he gave drugs to so she could strip yes and okay. it was like it was so weird to hear her name because I'm like okay I'm gonna have to YouTube the scenes with them because that's kind of when I started watching and I was like whoa I was like a teenager what's happening here (laughs) like I thought it was intense to be brought up and I I really really appreciate that like like going like the fact that like there was a connection you know what I mean like if you're a fan of the show and he's all like oh Cyrus is giving someone drugs that fact that it parallels Sonny's past and they actually addressed it was I don't know so a crazy to me it was really cool like I really love that I love any nostalgia but you know taking responsibility for it the whole thing I thought it was I I really liked it and especially like for me it was like next level because it's the same actor that plays Jason and it's the same actor that plays Sonny that weren't in those scenes back then that's 
look, this is exactly why I feel the way I feel when I see Sonny and, and Taggart in those scenes and probably why I get excited all the time. But that's what's really cool is that there's that so much history. So much history. Our little friend Taggart, he just can't stay still. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, like, it's one thing to sneak into, like, Sonny's back door. Fine. It's a private compound. And he mm-hmm. owns both houses. You probably don't have a neighbor that can see you. I get it. But, like, you're not even wearing a costume. Right? He's not wearing a, he's not wearing a hat. He's not wearing sunglasses. He's, like, just him. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I truly enjoyed. Oh, Curtis. Curtis and Jordan <laughs> and Laura. Yes. That was, oh, my gosh. Okay. That whole scene, okay, they're going through the house. We obviously expected it to be empty, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? And Curtis is like, oh, the last time I was here, it was super full. Months ago when I came, things <laughs> changed. It's like, what did you think would happen? I was dying with it. No kidding. Okay, so maybe I missed it, but you know he picked up two pieces of paper. One that was yeah. tucked behind the wall, yeah. which he never really looked at, and then the other one from the fireplace. Do you think well, he's he- holding something back because well, Lara I- walked in shortly after? No, I, I recall him. Um, no, he has no... No, but when he looked at the paper, I recall him kind of looking and being like, oh, dead end. Let me okay, dig in okay. the fireplace. Like, I found something. But like speaking of Taggart, like when Jordan's like, nope, there's nothing else <laughs> that I am hiding, guys. <laughs> I was waiting for an Insta story of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of one. <laughs> I'll think of one. But like. When it's just for, weird for me because it's like the fact that Laura snuck in by herself. I know. Like as mayor. That's why I found it weird when she's like coming down on Jordan. And I mean, I get she has to, but I'm like, I thought you were like a cool mayor. Like, I thought you were like. But her face and her words weren't matching no, the entire time. No, no, no. So at first I was confused and then I started paying closer attention. And I'm like, I don't exactly for what you said. You know, like she usually gets these things, there is some gray area. And then the case got brought up. Yeah. So what do you think there? I think she's 100% involved in the case that was brought oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oopsie poopsie. And <laughs> I'm wondering if she's making a connection with, you know, Cyrus. Like, you know, what he knows. But yeah, I am so interested in that past. I haven't really dug into Laura's past to figure out, like, what incident it could be. I know some people were theorizing on our Insta page, but yeah, that was amazing to me. I'm like, that's, seriously, you don't recognize this ring of bell? Like, I'm like, you're a detective, and the other one's a PI. No one can read Laura's obvious facial expressions, and I at least love that Curtis owned up to the fact that, like, Laura's awesome and kick-ass. Oh my and, gosh, I thought of yeah. you. Like, he's like, oh, if we were in the same field, I'd have some competition. <laughs> I was like, not hard. You're like not even working. Like it's insane. And like when he tries to pipe in, when the powerful ladies are having their conversations, like me and Jordan. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like commissioner by association. We get it, Curtis. You're super special too. So who do you think she's calling? It's such a hard question because I don't I know. know. Um, I'm thinking. I wondered Scott or her mom. Really? I was wavering between Lucky and Luke. Hmm. Well, I figured the case happened 40 years ago. So I figured maybe, like, what would Lucky know? Um, 
but Luke, the reason why I'm dismissing Luke is because he's not at the show. And, I know. And I figure this is like the start of something interesting. So whoever she called is somebody plausible to. I like the idea of Scott just because he has flexible morals as well. Yeah, because I think, because didn't he cover something for her in the past? I don't know. I don't know. Like long, long, long ago. So that's, that's sort of why. Because I think it's possible Scott might have covered something for her in the past. So, yeah. So, I was just thinking Scott or her mom. Like, if we're thinking history that long ago. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Monica, who never disappoints. (laughs) (laughs) I forget the snide remark that she made to Ned. but Well, she did tell him to grow up. That's it. (laughs) She looks like she's listening. And then is like, no. Like, I just can't with you. Like, she's so funny. I love her, and I love that they stay together, like that Brooklyn asked Chase to stay, and then Ned had Monica stay, and that she would just give him a look or pipe in, and he actually, like, stayed in line. I like that. Yes, I really, really loved that, because them asking for their person to be there had nothing to do with making things more tense. It was really their effort to try to make things go as smoothly as possible. So I just really love that. Like, this is my person, this is my person, let's really, really try to work it out this time. Exactly. So that that was really she's awesome. I mean, she's she's so amazing. I love her with all this extra time on her hands, not at the hospital. <laughs> yes, I really do. I love this Monica. I really love this Monica. We're seeing her more now than when she was working at the hospital. Right, exactly. So just talk about the hospital real quick. What did you think of Finn's dad? Well, we met him already. It's a different character. Um, oh, I did it's... not meet him because I wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't meet him personally, but this is like a different because he knows Anna. Like he met he met Anna. Um, I forget the anyways. So they all met before. Uh, you you met him. Like you were introduced. You guys did. I was. I was. (laughs) I loved it. I love seeing him with Finn and being all like kind of nerdy geeky like Finnis. Yes, I did think that was really interesting, and I love how Chase was like, "Crap, I should have brought up Violet." But even me, I'm like, now that we know the whole story. Yeah. And we understand that ultimately the reason why Finn treats his dad poorly is because of the guilt he feels for having done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking, like, you know, things are way more calm between him and Jackie. Um, I just felt like, doesn't having Violet change things? And maybe it does for him in terms of him trying to make an effort with his dad. Um, but it's awkward because now it's like they're not fighting over Jackie but the point is the father is still fighting for his marriage with her yes Um. I mean look Finn survived but when things like when Jackie got that call part of me is wondering is this going to be the thing that leads to like Chase's paternity coming out like oh. is that the breaking point for her having almost lost Finn hmm but I don't know. Uh, she ended up calling her ex. Um, but I really, <laughs> I do wonder that. So what was your favorite? I know you gave your gold star gold thumb to Maxie. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you have a favorite line or anything else you wanted to share? I did. Um, my favorite lines was Monica's. I was about to say telling that to shut up, but it was grow up. <laughs> grow up. I'm pretty close, though. <laughs> um, so I had two favorite moments that I did not mention through oh. our chat. So I loved when Sunny was reading to Avery. Oh, yeah, that was cute. It was just cute and different. And we 
we get to see him as a parent, but we just don't get to see him with the little ones as much. So I thought that was mm. super cute. And then my favorite line, one of my favorite lines, was when Chase was talking to Finn and he said, when I was sad, your annoying ass was knocking on my door. Oh, yeah, I did love a lot of the Chase Finn stuff. There's a lot of things that I like this week, but like it's not coming to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's Friday. It's the end of the yeah. day. Oh, yes. Now you can go enjoy the rest of your evening. That's a wrap for tonight. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye.